This, these are his I, scenarios. I fully support these five guys beating them. Yeah. Okay. Kick the shit out of them. Frontier justice is what I Fuck kept calling yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves a beating. All right. If I'm the cop, I might say... Uh, <laughs> get a crack in. Yeah, get a crack in. <laughs> you, got one, you got one punch. <laughs> Pop them. Nobody saw nothing. Um, she ended up cheating on me, but besides that, uh, so we, we decided oh, then she was a woman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I last play I directed my wife auditioned and I did not cast her. <laughs> I was that a fun ride home. She, you know, she so was, do you want to get pizza? She was Fuck a little. Buddy, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Oh, well, I strongly advise everyone to listen to uh, episode 20 before you listen to this one because it's basically a continuation of almost the same conversation. <laughs> it is? Well, parts of it anyway. Uh, we can dive right into it, but let's, uh, let's, let's give Luke some scenarios real quick. Okay. Right? I'm getting scenarios. We, we, got, we, got, we got a lot of stuff to go through. Um, we had some uh, regulars come into the, the bar yesterday. Okay. And they have been listening to the show. As a matter of fact, one of them is a beautiful young lady named Colleen. Uh, she has been listening since the show has begun, which smart is awesome. Lady. Smart, smart lady. Very smart. Her and her husband uh, came to the bar. Um, Brian, who is her husband, great guy, uh, leans very, very right. Uh, that a boy. To the point where, you know... Uh, we got into a, a debate yesterday. All right. Do you ever do you ever wonder why right is right? Well, you can say progressive. We're progress. So no, I mean just right. I mean yes. why we're the right? Three lefts make a right. Just saying. Anyway, three rights make a left, <laughs> which means you're a liberal. No, good time. No, no. So no, no. I want to. I want to get into this because this okay, is good. I, I think you'll like these. I think you'll like these because, as a matter of fact, we got into this conversation. It stemmed from the Michael Brown conversation. Okay. Uh, that we had had. Michael Brown being the kid that was yeah, shot. Yeah. In, the kid that was shot in Missouri. Otis wants to get his two cents in. Yeah, I know. He's start. barking at nothing outside. That's their one bark per show. So. One bark. <laughs> um. So, we we were we were talking about it and. I want to say this the right way. So me and Brian started arguing over some of the the situations, and I, I started off the conversation uh, basically about I couldn't think of a time in my life, and I was really thinking, where I appreciated a cop being around. I have had nothing but negative experiences personally with cops. Really? I can't recall any time... Uh, and I've had a few negative experiences with cops, but I brought up one in particular. And he thought the cops should have reacted a certain way. So this was the stem of the conversation, and I want your opinion, because they were actually like, they were like, man, I wish Luke was here because we wanted his two cents. So <clears throat> okay. first scenario, this one directly involves me. Okay. Okay. 
happened at the Tuckaway Tavern, a place you used to be. Uh, I, where was your official? You were the bouncer, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is back when I was 22. Okay. So it was already, or it's like maybe late 21, 22. I was already legal to drink. I had an ID and everything uh-huh. like that. So I'm inside the bar. I've already gone through the bouncing process. I've had my ID checked to get inside the place. You remember how it was set up. I do. Um, I'm sitting outside. You had that little the patio patio area. Yes. With Ray and a couple of the other guys from, from school. And I'm sitting out there, and a bunch of cops come in the place. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this cop is huffing and puffing. He's an angry dude. You, know, you could see from the get-go that he is not having a great day. You can just tell by some people's like body language that this guy okay. is this guy is in a bad space. All so right. he's going around checking IDs. Okay. So me being the cocky 21 year and I admit this to everyone. I'm like when you're 21, 22 years old, you really don't you know look at things like, "Oh, I will be respectful to everyone." You're kind of just like, "Yeah, yeah, you're having a beer, you're having a good time." Okay. So the cop comes up to me and he says, let me see your ID. And I said to him, and I probably said it in a snarky way, why do you want to see my ID? And I said those words exactly. I didn't say like fucker or throw in any okay. you know, little pinch of anything else. And he said, that's it. Get up. You're getting in my fucking car. And that's what he says to me. All right. And so immediately. That's how I get dates. <laughs> immediately, I'm terrified. That's it. Get up. Get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm terrified. I'm like, hey, dude, dude, I got my idea. Like, I, go, I go into bitch mode real quick. Like, okay. I, I go from snarky to like, okay. sir, here is my identification. Yes. You know? So I'm handing my ID, which you know shows that I'm okay to be there. And he goes, no, get in the fucking car. He's okay. like, you're going outside with me right now. And I stand up and I'm like, I put my hands and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm not getting in your car. I'm, I can be here. It's, it's cool. I'm like over 21. There's my ID. You can see it. He's like, that's bullshit. You're getting in the car. I don't need any attitude, no lip. And the only reason this dude got restrained and the only reason I probably didn't get dragged out in handcuffs is because there happened to be two of his cop friends that were there and they pat him on the shoulder. He, one of them checked my ID. He's like, you're good. Sit down. And the other guy just drags him away. Okay. Okay. And one of the cops comes up to me. He says, oh, yeah, he's having some, some situation going on at home, blah, 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 okay. blah. He's having a bad day. Okay. So... I told the story to Brian. Uh-huh. He said, the second I was snarky with that cop, he's like, you should have got cracked in the face. Okay. And I said, why? He's like, well, you admitted to me you were snarky. I'm like, yeah, I was probably snarky. But, I mean, let's be honest. The question that I asked, was that very unreasonable? And he's like, you should have been grabbed out of there and you should have been taken away. And I wanted your opinion on that scenario. That's number one. Here's my First, opinion. Yeah. You had a good experience with a cop. That guy? The other guy. That walked up and Amen. was like, hey. All right, I'll, I'll submit to you that you're honest to God right. That that was a good One guy was right having there. a bad day and probably shouldn't have acted that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't have been snarky. Probably dealt with 50 people like you that night. <laughs> okay, so... You know who knows what, and and cops are people, and they got they have Absolutely. lives outside of you know, and they have to, and they constantly have to deal with bad situations. So I expect them sometimes to be in a bad mood. Do you think that I was out of bounds? I mean, let's let's say if I didn't say it even a snarky way, am I out of bounds asking that question? Why do you want to see my ID? 
I I say the question standing alone is not out of bounds. No. I say you probably said it in a way that probably <laughs> pissed him off. I wouldn't doubt it. You probably were, you know, and there are probably guys at the table chuckling and, you know. Actually, the, I was solo when I and said I remember, it. And so. I remember 22-year-old Nick. 22-year-old Nick did not look 22. No, I look like a baby. Okay. But my, my, my thought process to the whole situation was I've already been inside the bar. I've already been carded. I've already got a beer in my hand. Uh, I mean, to my well, in my opinion, I'm like, why do I need to get checked again? You know, Brian pointed out that he's like, well, the bouncer's doing his job, but he's not a cop. He, you know, yeah. he, he just got. I may have let you in because you're my friend, as yeah. I did when you were under twenty one. Oh, yes, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I, as I like the bar that's across the street, the Spring Inn, uh, right from from where we are. I used to sneak in there when I was eighteen, okay. and I so, would get my beer. And it's I would not unreasonable that he should check your ID. Not unreasonable, but do you think the uh, idea that the cop should have been able to crack me right there on the spot is extreme? I, I don't think it warranted violence. Yeah. I think uh, when that's where you, we had the di- that's where our major you, fallout and disagreement. You, He's like, the cop should have got me. I tell you what, when you resisted going to the car. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he could have physically grabbed you and put you in the car. Even with the ID present. He told you to go in the car. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I don't think I would have... I don't think I would, I would have been... I would have protested with great... Well, I, I tell you what. If a cop tells me... And, and, and it's within reason. I mean, I've had situations where I've had very good experiences with cops. Mm-hmm. You know, owning the restaurant, I've had to call them a few times. And I've had some great cops, and they come in for lunch, and... You know, we had one guy, a drunk, one night, a drunk guy that was harassing the staff, and I told him to leave, and uh, he wouldn't leave. So I called the Surprised police. You didn't and put then him I in got a Luke the, lockdown. I got. I, I, I own the place. I don't need to lock anybody down. Um, <laughs> we'll tell the stories guy, later, Mister Bouncer. Guy, We've had some great scenarios, man. Uh, the guy uh, refused to leave, and I said, "I'm going to call the police." And he gave me the standard, uh, which always makes me laugh. Um, it's public property. I have a right to be here. And I, my, my response always is, uh, how much does the taxpayer's money go to pay for this? Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're too stupid to realize it's private property. Um, <laughs> and so I called the cops and one of the cops that came was actually a wrestler that was my age that went to Lockport and he was a heavyweight wrestler. Big boy, big boy. Hefty. No, 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 not hefty. Just a like house. Fucking stack house. Yeah, and I yeah. go, hey, and I recognized his name, and we got to talking, and this guy wouldn't leave, and his friend was trying to get him to go to the bar. He's like, just go over to the bar, go over to the bar, and would not leave, and we started getting in this cop's face, and I was just praying that this cop would bounce him on his head. <laughs> um, I And he came back, and I said, you know, I was expecting like a, a double leg, and you drill the guy into the pavement. He goes, oh, I don't need to do that. No. Um, good experience. I had uh, one of my employees get arrested, and I walked out, and I um Really? And I, I went out there, and I said, you know, you know, what's the next step? What do I have? He goes, you get back inside. And I was standing on the sidewalk, and I was like 20 feet away from him. And I said, I, I don't have to go back inside. I've been yelled at to get back inside. And uh, he goes, you get back inside. He pointed at me, and I go, it's my fucking restaurant. <laughs> I go, you get off my fucking property. Like that, and he just looks at me. And so I go, this is you and the police officer. This is a different time. Oh, geez. Because I was being very, I said, you know, what's the next step? I said, should I, you know, is there going to be bail set, or do I... You were just inquiring for information. Yeah, and All I right. and I and uh, he goes, you get you, and I said, it's my, I go, it's my fucking restaurant. You get the fuck out of here. 
Wow. And he just looks at me and I go You actually dropped the F bomb too. Oh yeah. Oh wow. And then I and then uh I was like I called him a fucking dick. And uh <laughs> I mean, you don't pull any punches, regardless if it's you know just somebody across the counter or if it's an officer. I mean, when you, no, somebody I mean, rubs I, you the wrong way, they, you, well, they get the full fury. If he had just been, because it's not like I was like, hey, no, no, and I said, I, I walked, I said, hey, you know, is he is there bail going to be set? I mean, what's the deal? Do I should I even bother today, or does he have to go to court? Mm-hmm. What's and he goes, you get back. He wouldn't. He didn't say. He didn't say. I don't know. He didn't say call the station. He didn't say. He goes, you get back inside. Wow. And I and I said. I'm like, pardon me? You get back. I said, I said, I own the fucking place. I go, you get off my fucking property, you fucking dick. Wow. And he just like stares at me like he's a hard guy. And I wanted to look at the guy and go, all right, dude. And the dude was probably about 50 some years old, out of shape. I'm like, don't stare at me like you're a hard guy. Okay. Get your fucking pepper spray out because that's what you're going to need. Because <laughs> you and me, one on one, you're going to get your dick beat in. But. Again, I you know I was being respectful. I would have never taken it to that point. I just get a kick out of this slob who was going to come over and do something to me. Like the the the, uh, the the one that's a little bit overly pushy. I guess I mean very similar, almost like a, a perfect analog of this story. At, at the wine bar, we had a band playing one night, and they double parked right in front of uh, the corner, but they weren't blocking any traffic, and they were in a spot which is technically not a spot. So they got their hazards on. They're bringing their instruments in. And it was probably going to take them two minutes to get their instruments inside. Okay. They got a full full band. So as they're getting their instruments out, there's people by the car. There's people inside. They're dragging stuff back and forth. Cop rolls up on them, red and blues, gives them a ticket for illegally parking right there in the spot. Okay. Me and the owner are like, hey, hey, this is our entertainment for the night. They're not blocking any traffic. We're really sorry. We'll get their car moved out of the way. They're just unloading their stuff. And that's exact same thing. Get back in the store. <laughs> Get back in the store. This doesn't concern you. And I'm like, you're going to charge them a ticket that we're going to pay them for. Like, we're paying them their salary. They're basically playing for free now because their money has just been wiped out by the, the ticket that they were getting right Where on the were spot. were you paying them? Like 15 bucks? No, it was $150. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Just to park. Like, they, they got a fine right there on the spot. And I was like, we, we got pushed away. And this is the owner and me. Both of us are like, listen, like this doesn't concern you. Go back inside. And we didn't think to say, I hey, I dude. I would have left the fucking car there. All right, if I'm getting a ticket, I'm parking here all night. <laughs> this, is my, this is my fucking spot all fucking night. I mean, it wasn't even our citation, but we got told to get the fuck out of yeah. there, basically. Not in those strong words, but, you know. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, it just, you know, you were on a public sidewalk. I was standing in my property. Yeah, yeah that's your spot. Yeah. I'm like, this is mine. <laughs> you don't have a right to be here, fucko. You know what I mean? All right. Well, scenario one. Well, uh, I, I can uh, tell you one more good oh, cop story. Go for it, man. I was in college, and I may have told you this. I don't remember. Cop stories. I was, I was kind of dating a girl, and we went out, and then while we were out, and she had picked me up, and I lived off campus. Okay. This at this point, and it was a, it was a, it was a good hour walk home, if from the bar. Right. The bar was on the other side of campus, and we were off campus on the other side. Okay. And went out with this girl to the bar, and she proceeds to tell me that um, she's not going to date me anymore. She's actually dating, and points to the bartender at the bar so- we're at. <laughs> So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, are we going Dutch now? Shit. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> okay. Uh, 
And she's like, well, I said, I'm going to leave. She's like, well, how are you going to get home? I said, I'll walk. She goes, no, we'll give you a ride. Uh, we'll. Okay. And an I awkward said. Awkward little stroll. And I looked at her and I went, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I was walking home. And a cop pulls up. And I was walking on one of the main streets. And I was walking what, by. What time of night? It was late. It was, you know. So is probably, it like curfew or something? No, no. It was like 12 or 1. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I was walking and he stops and he's like, you know, can I see your ID? And I should give him my ID. So you, you were respectful enough to give him your ID. Yeah. Well, I'm walking yeah. by myself at night on this, you know, yeah. and he goes, he checks my ID and he goes, can I ask what you're doing? I said, I'm walking home. And he said, okay. You know, uh, he said, well, we've had some break-ins here at the car dealership. Okay. Um, so I saw you out here, you know, by yourself. And I said, no. And I tell him the story. And the cop looks at me and he goes, "Wow, that's fucked up." <laughs> and he goes, "Come on, get in. I'll give you a ride." That's awesome. So he gave me a ride home, and See? he's like, "Yeah, I get out." And he's like, "Keep your head up." And he's and I was like, "Thanks, brother." You know, and I went in, and you know, we've I had some good experiences with cops. I've had bad experiences with cops. Sometimes wow. the bad experiences were my fault. I, I I really wish I had more of those moments in my life as opposed to the the dickish moments. I mean. I, I could think of one, one other one, but I want to get to these other scenarios. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. even when I got pinched with the Dewey, turned out the cops were, oh yeah, pretty they, cool. They were they were funny. I mean, still got the Dewey. Well, I was, you know, I <laughs> yeah, they're not the going to take Dewey. that away from I you. I deserve the Dewey. All right, scenario two. Okay, scenario right. two, and, and I'll give you the. Uh, I, I basically said this is what Luke's going to say to all these scenarios. Okay, so and so I I, I want to see if I'm right. So far, I believe I'm one for one. So anyway. <laughs> Um, scenario two, and I'm trying to get this, uh, as verbatim as he explained it to me there. Cause I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything like that. So second scenario, young girl working behind a cash register. I believe it's like at a seven 11. Okay. Scumbag comes in. Okay. Holds her up. Okay. Pistol whips her, beats uh, her up. Okay. All right. Scum of the earth right now. Like that's the way I'm visioning this dude. Okay. Fucking ass bag. Uh, I don't know if it's her or somebody else calls the cops or if there's a cop in the local vicinity, but basically somebody runs this guy down like they're chasing him. And so he ditches the gun and the cop keeps pursuing. A cop catches up to him, proceeds to beat him up, step on his throat because the guy was basically saying, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. And the cop just beats the shit out of him and steps on his throat until he admits he was the one that held the place up. Okay. I said, all right, the guy's a scumbag and everything like that, but I don't agree with the cop's actions at all. I mean, I understand that, you know, somebody got maliciously hurt. I'm not on the criminal side. Okay. But the second the cop becomes fucking Batman, you know. you know, Who said, who said that he stepped on his throat? That was his scenario. That's the one he said. So this is made up? This is not a made up story. Okay. From what I understand. In the story... Who said that the cop did this to him? Did the cop admit it or did the, the guy that pistol whipped him? The them? cop did all these things. The, the cop, so the guy pistol whipped the so, girl. So what's your question? So he's like, do you agree with what the cop did? And I said, absolutely not. I can't agree with what the cop did. I mean, he can arrest them. He can get them down. If he gets in an altercation with the guy and they're fighting, you know, the cop's going to do what he has to do. If he has to unload his weapon, he has to unload his weapon. But if the cop is beating the dude into submission and then stepping on his throat in order to get some sort of admission of guilt, 
To me, okay. that's, that's the girl not was, the, the that, girl was badly hurt. Yeah, she was beat okay. up. Okay, his admission of guilt isn't going to be in court. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Now it's it unsubmissible. Be, it's court. But he got out. the right. Okay, the, yeah. the guy the guy deserved a beating. The guy deserved a beating. Okay. Absolutely. But do you think that a cop has the right to administer that beating just because the cop is there to do? Do it? I think he's I, he has a right? No. Am I glad he did it? Yes. I that, <laughs> I would back him 100. percent So. But you agree that he overstepped his bounds on a legality standpoint. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't no lawyer. I am two for two. All right. You're not two for two. I ain't no lawyer. I'm no lawyer. Uh, so the guy deserved a beating. All right. That's my that's my the that's guy deserved where a I beating. Stopped. The guy deserved a beating. But uh and I, I said that was Gestapo tactics. I'm like, you can't let a police officer and, I, and this is a scenario where obviously there's a dude in the wrong and i think brian thought i was rooting for the criminal i think that's like he couldn't understand like how could you you don't want anyone's rights violated because once a criminal's rights are violated then the innocent's rights get violated i firmly believe that if i so. may quote ray Liotta and goodfellas <laughs> the way i see it everyone's got to take a beating sometime i've taken mine so um so the guy deserved a beating. I'm glad the cop beat him. Glad the cop beat him, but uh, I think it almost makes it worse. The guy will probably get off. No, he won't. Yeah. No, he won't. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. This probably happened a long time ago. So He won't get off. Third scenario. All right. The cop will be reprimanded. The guy will go to jail. Yeah, I don't know if it made mainstream news, so it's not going to be a, on 60 Minutes tonight. Anyway, okay. the third scenario... And I, I would be interested in your, your thought process on this one. All right. So, again, it's important to note that none of these affect my fantasy football team. No, they do not. Okay. No, they do not. I really like your answers, though. Um, guy pulls up. Let's just say I can't remember the exact scenario, but the guy pulls up in his nice new car to a place where he can eat. Okay. Okay. Gets inside the restaurant. While he's inside the restaurant, a kid tries to break into his car, smashes okay. in his window while he's inside. Okay. So while the kid is breaking into his car, the guy that was in the restaurant, his friends roll up. Okay. They see the guy breaking into his car. Mm -hmm. So a couple of friends jump the kid and they tell their friend, hey, somebody's breaking into your car. So it's like five on one. Okay. okay? There's a cop present. Okay. Cop present. They tell the cop, this fucker's trying to break in our car. Okay. Or my car. And they they want to kick his ass. Okay. Cop says, do what you got to do. Turns his back and beats the sh Then they all just proceed to beat the shit out of the kid. And I said, I can't get behind that at all. I can't do it. Uh, and like, I said, that's fucked up. And I was like, he's a okay. piece of trash. He's breaking in the car. It's stuffed, obviously. But it, does that deserve... Uh, does he deserve a beating? Maybe he deserves a beating, but when you let five dudes wail on one guy, well, he could have died. You, there, you, that's my point. Yeah. You get into this cop. The minutia. Yeah. This cop is allowing five guys that are hyped up on adrenaline and anger. They yes. could they could kill the guy, and then it cut. Even from a personal standpoint, I just allowed these guys to kill a guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm in big trouble. Yeah. Okay. Now the cop's Do, if part the cop, of the crime. All right, if the cop wasn't there, mm -hmm. uh, 
This, these are his I, scenarios. I fully support these five guys beating them. Yeah. Okay. Kick the shit out of them. Frontier justice is what Fuck I could call yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves a beating. All right. If I'm the cop, I might say... Uh, <laughs> get a crack in. Yeah, get a crack in. <laughs> you, got one, you got one punch. <laughs> Pop him. Nobody saw nothing. Doosh. Then arrest the guy. <laughs> okay. Wow. There's the, there's the scenario. Now, but you guys, I mean, the cop, that was stupid of the cop. I forget, forget about uh, right and wrong. Yeah, it was yeah. stupid. Absolutely. Because you, 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 if they kill the guy, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it's on you too. Yeah. Um, so I say. Well, let's just say even if they didn't kill the guy, this kid's put in infirmary and they find infirmary. out that. It, well, the, in, the infirmary, is that how you say it? Well, you, I'm just, you, it's such an official term for yeah, her. So the hospital. No, if he, if he gets brought in. And the story comes out that this police officer let five dudes wail on him. Well, that's bad. I mean, does does he deserve to lose his job? Um, I think the only answer is yes, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll give you my answer if right away. the story gets out, the story ain't getting out. <laughs> well, just for sake of argument, says the story gets like widespread publicity. That, that cop's got to step down, right? Yeah. Denial ain't a river in Egypt. <laughs> so you, you got to learn these terms. This this phrase, I don't know what you're talking. I about. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's <laughs> you. You uh, you have uh, validated my knowledge of you. I was absolutely right on all three counts of, of what you would say. I said Luke would say, especially that last one. Luke would say that ain't right, but. You know, <laughs> hey, I will readily admit I will write. See, that's just, and that's what kills me is everyone jumps up on their soapbox and yeah. they're oh, I have the right answer for every scenario yeah, yeah. after the fact, after the fact. Well, he, he is very adamant that all of those things were absolutely fine. And I was we got to kind of go back and forth. I'm like, well, when those things become fine and I <laughs> I didn't use these exact terms, but that that's just Batman. That's just a superhero, vigilante justice. I mean, like, once you start doing that shit, then it's all great and well until it happens to you. I mean, if you're misconstrued for somebody else. Well, or, don't don't uh, pistol whip anybody. Don't, don't break into anybody's don't car. Don't break into anybody's car. Uh, I mean, I don't know how hypothetical his scenarios were, but I think they were actually stories taken from, you know, his his youth back in the day. I fully support law enforcement simply because it is a extremely difficult job. Absolutely. They at any point there was a cop killed last night that was lured and ambushed. I and heard killed. about this, yeah. So was it for like a drug bust or something like that, right? I will respect up. police there are dick police officers, just like there's dicks in every profession. There's dicks people. Um you but separate I will, the balls from the dicks, everybody. I will <laughs> I will support a police officer doing his job because they have a very difficult job. More times than not, I have been uh, – my involvements with police officers, whether I did something wrong or not, uh, have been adequate. And, you know, I didn't leave going, there are cops. You know, I, I had a, my nephew got shaken down uh, – he was in out with two girls. This was years ago. Okay. Um, they were drinking, sitting in the car drinking. In the car? In the parked car drinking. 
what, what just uh, what are the keys in the ignition? Yes. Ooh. Cop pulled up. What are you doing? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Let me see your IDs. Takes the pours out the beer. The one girl wasn't drinking. He said you. She said he goes. You drive home. He tells me this story and ends it with the cop was being a real dick. And I go, no. I go, I go. How is he being a dick? And he goes, Oh, you know, he's giving attitude and telling me to keep my mouth shut and all this stuff. And I go, He could have gave you a DUI. He goes, I wasn't driving. I go, He could have gave you a DUI. DUI in a second. I go, He was being the coolest cop ever, Absolutely. as far as you're concerned. Absolutely. I go, I don't know where you think that he was being a dick by pulling up on a parked car with people drinking in it and and. Oh, 21. I said, I said, I don't think you understand the law. I go, he could have gave you a DUI right then and there. I want to, I want to go back into my memory banks, everybody. And I said, I didn't have a good experience with a cop. I just thought of one. So I'm going to take it back and I'm going to take you back to 1997 when I was a senior in high school. I want to put that sound effect in there somewhere. You like this, Luke? It was on um, in Summit. I was visiting my sort of girlfriend at the time, and since we didn't have a place to go, we decided to park on a shady spot of the street. What sort of girlfriend? Is that a tranny? Uh, no, we were like dated for like a month. Oh, okay. So uh, not sort of a girl. Yeah, not okay. sort of a girl. She was half girl. No. <laughs> um. She ended up cheating on me, but besides that. Uh, so we we decided... Oh, then she was a woman. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we, we, uh, we, we park on a shady spot on her street. We told her parents we were going to get, like, hamburgers or some shit. Right, right. So we're in my... Standard My park. beautiful Chevy Astro van. Okay. Oh, which is... I think it was like an 87 it. Chevy Astro van. You're so asking to get cheated I on might as well driving just put an Astro van. Really ugly ice cream cone on the side of it and painted it white because it was just, just a terror mobile. So we, we park on the side of the road and uh, we proceed to make out and it's got hot and heavy. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, the red and blues pop up and the cops right behind us. Okay. And this is kind of the PG version of the story, but beside the point. We see a flashlight come right through the window, and we didn't realize the red and blues were even up at this point. Like we, like we glanced up, we saw like they're reflecting off the ceiling and everything. Yeah. You know, like mid makeout, and the guy's got his flashlight and he's pointing right at us. And he opens the door without like us. He just opens the door. So what the hell are you two doing? Fucking like, officer! Like, uh, 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 <laughs> and he just. We couldn't even get any words out of her mouth, and I, I, from what I recall, that uh, she was like had her shirt off and everything like that, so she's in her bra. And the guy's pointing the flashlight, and he goes, "Do you want to be here?" To her, yeah. He points the flashlight at me. I know you want to be here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made sure she wasn't getting attacked. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I that's that's one. I can't recall of any other ones, but that's one. Right, reminds there, me of so. a story in. Uh, and we can move on from the topic because I don't get. But uh, in high school, there was a girl, and the story had gotten around after a while. Um, really nice girl, really cute. She was a twin. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this they had parked her and her boyfriend, and the cop rolled up on them and said, uh, "You know, flash the light in." And she like covered up. She was like naked, <laughs> and he just sat there, and he goes, <laughs> "What are you guys doing?" 
And uh, the guy said nothing. He goes, oh, yeah, that's not what Mr. Happy's telling me. <laughs> I'm playing Jenga, sir. So, you know, it's Mr. Happy. That was pretty damn funny. Well, well you know, I, I, I think we... I prejudge cops a lot. I admit that because of the experiences I've had. You're but a copist. I'm a copist, man. What can I say? But uh, I, I have told Brian that if we ever get out to Elmhurst and record another show, that he is welcome to uh, come on the show because I think he will make you seem very left. <laughs> he's uh, he, he's he's got some opinions. Well, he's I, got some opinions you know on him. And he yelled at me for voting for Obama in 2008. Well, like, oh. I, he, he was right to do that. <laughs> You fucking wasted your vote. I thought a, it was a perfect a vote. I would do it again. On the black Alfred E. Newman. He kind of does look like Alfred E., but so does Bush. No, you guess you could amalgamate them together. I've been calling him Barack W. Obama the last few weeks. Because so, people were talking about ISIS and whatnot, and I was like, I'm just done. I'm done with all this nonsense. We're going to be in wars forever. Well, yeah, but... Um, you know when you're the when you're the big kid on the block, you gotta uh, swing the dick. Yeah, wow. unfold I, it a couple I, times. I'm all table. for bombing the fuck out of them. Those guys are fucking just awful. But yeah. that's that's our ISIS talk. I don't want to get an ISIS. I do want to get into Mr. Adrian Peterson. That's not okay. terrible. I'm gonna play that back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into Adrian okay. Peterson. Adrian Peterson. All right. So this stuff we've been talking about Ray Rice the whole last episode. And we went on and on about it. And I I go back to the, the Mike and Mike show on ESPN uh, before the whole Adrian Peterson thing came out and Greeny was on. And he's like, you know, when I look at the scenario of him hitting his wife, he's like, the first thing I thought of was I put other people in the scenario. What if it was his kid? Or what if it was this? And he goes how differently would I look at the story if I inter- did interchangeable parts? Okay. You know, I, I don't know, you know, where he was going with that, but I, I kind of understand, like, you put different pieces in the scenario and it tries, you always try to ask yourself how you'd feel. Okay. And so it happened. I mean, seriously, we, we, we recorded that last episode and it was like the next day this shit comes out it's a different scenario it's a different scenario so uh the people that are back in adrian peterson right now it's like corporal punishment what's the big deal and i got spanked as a kid did you get spanked? oh yeah i would get i'd get a back of hand across the mouth when i get lippy that see now that like a full wind up he didn't like you know come from left field and knock me down it was a i honestly don't find anything wrong it was a quick short jab like yeah you know, I, I don't let find, me remind you who's in charge. Don't find anything wrong with that. I really don't. And a spanking, whatever. I got spanked, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. oh, you guys are so mean. And it was just, you know, whatever. But this kid, I mean, if you believe the reports, you know, he's all fucked up. Bloody lacerations on everything. I'm like, and the, the excuse was, that's how I was raised. Well. And okay. I, I, man, I don't I even know gonna, where to start. I'm going to take two two stances on this because here's here, I am for corporal punishment to a certain degree. I don't yeah. think you should, you know. But even in when I was in high I'm school, I went to a private high school. My wrestling coach was the dean. Mm-hmm. I never got suspended or detentions. I mean, I did at some point, but it was very rare. Um, I got a beating. Okay. So when you say you got a beating, how do you get a beating? Like, I went to wrestling practice, and the coach grabbed me and. Gutted you or just like would crank on me for like twenty minutes. 
Shit. Yeah, it was, and it was all wrestling. But I, he, I was his partner for a while. So, um, okay, wait, wait. So, let me just to kind of visualize what you're saying. So, he picked you as his sparring guy. Yeah, and he was just going Wailing a little bit me. over the top with Wailing you. Wailing on me. Yes, you know. Yeah. So he was proving a point, but he wasn't like saying, "Luke, stand here while I just beat the shit out of you." He was okay. Yeah, no, you, that's what I'm trying to I get at. I'll give you a scenario. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me out. And here. I find this fully acceptable. Okay. My wrestling coach was a... He was a, a very good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Tough guy. Um, had a big nose and <laughs> uh, had like a poof of hair in front, and we named him Alf. Ha, Willie! Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it was me... My friend Ken, mm-hmm. and it was at like a pep rally or something. Me, my friend Ken, and a guy named Pete Bursich, who played football at Notre Dame and played for the Minnesota Vikings, All right. sitting there in a line. Oh, my very pretty wife coming down, Happy going to, to Anne, one of, wow, our, one of our... you look all fancy! One of our great listeners, uh, her baby shower. Ooh. So, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at her more. Uh, Amy's got leg cannons. Jesus Christ! Look at those calf muscles. She's got it going Holy on, shit. man. What do you think I got married for? <laughs> if she ever wraps her legs around you, dude, you're fucked. What do you mean? If she ever? <laughs> That's why your spine went out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and we're sitting in this pep rally, and I'm like zoning out, like staring off into nowhere, like what? Not even paying attention to what's going on. Coach Poles walks by, our coach. All right. Um, a chant starts, Alf, 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 Alf. He stops, looks up, points to my friend Ken, points to his office, which was just off the gym. Oh, so he got singled out. Pulled in there. About two minutes later, Ken comes out. His face is beat red because Ken got beat red whenever he did anything active. Mm-hmm. Comes out, comes walking up. Sits down. Coach Poles comes back to the back to the group. I see him like scanning the crowd, and I go, "Who's he looking for?" And he goes, "You." And I go, "Why is he looking for me?" And he goes, "Because the whole time I was in there, I was yelling, it was Luke, it was Luke.'" <laughs> Sold you so down the river. That's great. He grabs me, puts me in his office, puts me in the corner, and starts punching me in the arm as hard as he can. Just keep punching back and forth, left, okay. right, left, right, left, right, and I'm going ah. Because ah, my arm started to go numb, and I turned to give him my other arm, and he's hitting me in the chest as I'm turning my body to try to give him the other arm, and I went, "Oh my god!" And he goes, "Was it you?" I go, "No, it was Ken and Pete." He goes, "Well, I knew one of you started it." <laughs> I found that fully acceptable. I actually brought up that story last time I saw him, and he we were laughing about it. You know, he wasn't punching me in the face. He mm-hmm. wasn't causing permanent injury. He was bruising my arm. So. I, I recall in St. Joe's, we got cracked all the time by the brothers. Mm-hmm. All the time. Like a punch here, a punch there. I got wailed at The by, brothers being... Uh, uh, the Christian the, brothers. Okay, not brothers like... No, no, no. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> the Christian brothers at St. Joe's... I think I actually point out one quick scenario where this kid was clowning in history class, and we had a teacher, Brother Peter Hannon. And uh, we had those desks that... You know, you just sat in it and it was a flat top. There was nothing you could store mm-hmm. in them. It was just a simple desk. Yeah. 
this kid's acting the fool in the middle of class. I think it was a kid named Magruder, if I'm not mistaken. And Magruder. No, not Magruder. Magruder. <laughs> that's great. He he takes the lip of the desk that's sticking out as he's talking. He's like, could you please shut the hell up? And he grabs the lip of the desk and he just flips the whole thing. Kid inside of it. And just hits his head on the ground. He's like, sue me, I ain't got nothing. And he just walks back and starts proceeding to teach the rest of the class. And I was like, wow. <laughs> did the kid fuck around anymore? He did not fuck around anymore. Punishment? They, they, they really problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> See, like those little incidents, those are great memories to me. But, you know, you kind of look at stuff like the Adrian Peterson thing. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this kid's not going to have a great memory of this scenario. It wasn't the, okay, yeah, the we'll clowning go back. around All right, Well, we go back it. to it. Um, yeah. What do we know is that has happened at this point? He was got in trouble, and he took a switch, which is like a... a it's a stick. stick. Yeah, it's a stick. And Cut me hit him on the behind. Switch. Okay, so he hit him on the behind with it. Um, his legs, behind, arms, and I think the back of the head. They say. I don't. I don't want to. Okay, we don't. It. Yeah. This is now. The, this was reported by his ex. Yes. Okay. So. So yeah, they're not. I together. don't know what the relationship is. Uh, from what it's, it's, somebody told me, he was. It was his weekend to watch the kid. Right. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what his relationship is with his wife or his ex-wife or girlfriend or whatever she is. My guess is it, they didn't break up because they got along so well. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Um, so right there, you got to wonder, okay. Okay. Until I see a medical report or the actual evidence, like picture, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna, yeah. You know, if, if he drew blood, you're probably hitting the kid too hard. Yeah, but from um, what I understand, it drew blood. So, but yeah. a, you know, a swat on the ass with a stick is not... No. Is, but, you know, you never, so that, I kind of like, I who cuts right now anymore. my only concern is, 1872. I am playing the Carolina defense this week in one of my <laughs> leagues. I have the Carolina defense and they are playing Minnesota, so I'm glad he's inactive. Alright, I propose to you this, alright? Let's say it was an obvious uh, beating for what it's being described now. Okay. No shadow, without a shadow of a doubt... Drew blood. Kids got lacerations up and down. He was indicted by the court, and he's found guilty of everything he does. Okay. What do you do to him if you're the commissioner? You've been the commissioner a lot. I'm the commissioner. Bye, Amy. Well, what are the rules that are in place? I don't know what the rules in place are. Well, this would be any kind of domestic violence situation, so it's six games, games, right? I guess. Um, Unless you're Roger Goodell, then you can change the rules seven times. Well, I mean, I... (laughs) (laughs) See, it's so big. I'm sure they're not as vague. There's a child involved. Eight kids. Um, You know, it's a different scenario. You know, the kid, the kid misbehaving. He he hit him on the butt too hard. Yeah. Um, he didn't close fist punch the kid. No. So you got. I mean, there there are gray areas. Um, you know, because then what do you what if what if I spank my kid with my hand? You know, and oh, someone calls the police because they see me. Oh, oh, domestic violence. Six games. Here, here, they're like I read like Ted. Uh, Gabby's husband, mm-hmm. like him and me, almost said the same thing. I'm like, well, if it's a spanking, whatever. And then he's like, oh, he read the report. Like, oh, I hope it's not true because it's kind of well. That's up. what I mean. Yeah. You gotta kind of. I gotta. You, I want the facts to come out. I don't need to see a video. No, um, unless the video is of him with like a fucking oh hockey God. stick wailing down on the kid. You know. Um. But is is corporal punishment even like a thing anymore? I mean, but even well, no, back in the you're 80s, you're not supposed to be able to like touch your kid. In the, in the 80s, 
I mean, it was still pretty prevalent. I remember they had a big-ass paddle at McKinley Grade School between K and 4th grade. Yeah. And if you got brought down to the principal's office, you could get yeah, a paddle. One of my in. teachers had one hanging in his classroom, and it said the Board of Education. I'm going to put the Jasper line in here. That's a paddling. Looking out the window. That's a paddling. Staring at my sandals. That's a paddling. Paddling the school canoe. Oh, you better believe that's a paddling. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Sometimes, yeah. I, every once in a while, you got to take a beating. A little corporal punishment, like it almost is like seems like, oh shit, I really fucked up. Scared in your prayer, especially as a kid. Like, oh no. And I don't think I think there's a there's a a level a line that you know you shouldn't draw blood. You shouldn't. It shouldn't be like hit him in the face or yeah. bra- you know what I mean. There should be a, a there's a but. Giving a kid a swat on the ass, See, uh, I'm I'm for it. This is where I'm different from like the bleeding hearts. They're like, oh, you know, there's no justification for it, and it doesn't help. Well, that's the why child. the bleeding hearts kids run yeah. around like idiots all the time. Hey, when I got a when I got a spanking back in the day, it was very rare. I when a, it happened, yeah, you knew I fucked up, and I remember like I did something terrible. You know, I get a fucking kick out of the people that oh, you should never you reason with them and give them choices. Give the child choices. No, you don't give. Do you want this for dinner or this? This is for dinner. I uh, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, and it's okay. You know, unless, unless you're trying to decide what you're going to make and yeah, say, hey, yeah. what should we have? But I mean, it's like chicken oh, or beef, pizza. No, we can do this, yeah. and then we can do. No. Fuck you. Clean your room. You don't clean your room. You're getting a swat on the ass. Well, um, great story about my dad not cleaning his room. I don't know why this popped in my head, but you'll like this. My dad is a huge baseball fan. Huge baseball fan from back in the day. And one of his favorite things in the world was to collect baseball cards. Cool. He had shoe boxes oh, after you told shoe me boxes. You, you've told the story. And I believe, and I shit you not, he had three Mickey Mantle rookie cards. You've told the story. Not in the greatest condition. They were stored in a shoe box or anything like that. You know, he's not going to get the, the ultimate price for him. His dad walks in his room. To clean this place up, it's terrible in here. My dad was a little bit mouthy. He's like, ah, you know, I'll clean it when I get to it. Doesn't clean his room. Yeah. Comes back in an hour, and I guess uh, my grandpa, who passed away way before my, my dad was 16 when he passed away, he goes, I said, clean up your room. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Doesn't clean up his room. So next time he comes in the room, grabs all of his baseball cards. They had an old house in Milwaukee, and they had a furnace in the basement. Mm-hmm. He said, come with me. Grabs all his cards, starts chucking them in the furnace a handful at a time while my dad had to stand there and watch. Hmm? He goes, this is what you get when you don't clean your room. He's just sitting there sobbing. <laughs> Shut up. In the fire. In the fire. In the fire. I take it one step further. <laughs> I make him do it. <laughs> Goodbye, Hank Aaron. <laughs> well, that's, just, that's stupid on the father's part. You got to see the value. You know, my mom... Uh, my sister uh, left a bunch of uh, clothes out, told her to clean her room, wouldn't do it, got lippy. My sister was, it was, is an asshole. Um, <laughs> Are we talking about Gabby? No, Gabby's cool. Mia. <laughs> She's an asshole. So, you know, this is, I recognize this as a young child. All right. I was like, she's an asshole. Um, <laughs> she listened to the show? I don't know. Yeah. Don't care. Uh Love her. She's my sister. 
But, you know, she's one of those people on Facebook that's constantly posting the, you talk, you come around my house and blah, 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 blah. I will blah, 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 you know, talking shit like a hard guy. And I'm like, all right, you, you are all of 90 pounds. You're not a tough guy. Okay. Napoleon complex. Um, my, she didn't clean her room. My uh, mom threw her clothes away. My ex, I remember vividly as a kid, she was probably 13. She's eight years older than me. So I was probably five watching her sobbing, <laughs> digging through the garbage to get her clothes back. Okay. I and really I remember like thinking, belt. I remember thinking at the time, wow, mom, we well, threw her clothes away. You got to buy her new clothes. You know, <laughs> that was a foolish decision, but it was, uh, it was, uh, um, you know, isn't it know. awesome to know when you're the, the other kid, when your sisters or brothers get into trouble, those were the greatest moments. So like when my brother no, would my, fuck up, but I would be like, I was scared. Awesome. My, my brother once popped off to my mom about seeing a movie. He's like, I'm going to go see it. Like, she's like, you can't go see that. That's got, and it, my brother actually brought up the movie, um, recently like we were talking and he goes that was that was the movie and i, I wish i could remember what movie it was ah. but i remember my brother going i'm gonna see it and my dad heard him take that attitude with my mom and my dad would get he would like hunch and he would grit his teeth and he'd make fists at his side and he goes you're what <laughs> and corners my brother and you know he like pushed him against the door and was poking him in the chest and I was sitting there. I was like laying on the floor playing like, blah, 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 you know, and I looked up and I remember going, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was the best because you could take you can go in the other room like you really fucked up in there, didn't you? Just to rub it in. I always rub it in. No, nah, I was a couple years younger. My brother was we shared a room. He was six years older. He was, oh, yeah. He would have. I mean, you him. heard him at the wedding. He's talking about how we shared the room and. Yep. I used to leave him notes, and when he'd come home drunk, I'd give him my pillow. <laughs> uh, you know, a good younger brother, man. I tried to take care of him, you know, as best I could. He went to college. I gave him my first wrestling medal I ever won, and when he came back from college, he gave it back to me. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys had a good relationship, and now yeah. you own a pizza place together. Yeah. Good times. Hey, man. Uh... Moving on. From, What's your thought on it? I mean, what do you it, think, Adi? You never. You know, I, yeah, I never did answer that. I'm sorry. Um, wow. If everything that they're saying is true, I think you got to go with the six game suspension, like they have in the place. I, it's really tough for me, I, and I probably could have answered a lot easier before I ever had a kid. I mean, my daughter's five. The kid that's getting beat is four. And I look at I look at my daughter and how tiny she is. Like she's mm-hmm. she's nothing upon nothing. She's a if if I would flick her, you know, it would do damage. And I'm just thinking to myself, like a four year old kid, and considering I have now raised a four year old kid. Have you ever given her a swat on the butt? No. Can't think of one time where I've had to do that. I've I've definitely put her in timeout. And that works. I mean, surprisingly enough, it, but I've never had a reason to like actually raise a fist in anger because she's never that bad. But I, I guess, you know, different kids for different people, you know, you're going to get some kids that go way over the top and you got to discipline yeah, she's them. generally pretty, you know, easy going. But I, I the, the thing that always gets to me is like as a four year old and now that I've gotten to see a four year old act around me and how they do things, they can be annoying, but I don't. I can't conceive of one possible scenario 
where a four-year-old needs to get cracked. And maybe it's uh, eight, nine, ten. That seems to me like almost a more reasonable age where the kids got a little bit more thought yeah, process. I, yeah, I mean, a four-year-old just wants to watch fucking to, My Little Pony and play with the block. Because you know, you can be wrong on both ends because you have a four-year-old. You know, maybe they don't deserve you know to get swatted. But then I've seen kids. I mean, we had uh, our nieces sleep over one night, and I invited the neighbor kids over mm-hmm. to play. And they're they're and really how old is she again? Who your niece? Uh, well. Uh, Four Amy, or five? Or? Amy's niece is five. Okay. Uh, and then my niece is eight. And then her goddaughter is 11, I think. Okay, so you got three very distinct okay. groups. But then the neighbor kids came over. Okay. Okay, and one of them is five, and then there's two twins that are like seven or eight. Okay. And they're all sitting in the hot tub destroying it. As um, kids tend to do. Um, You know, and their dad was over here, really nice guy, very, very patient with these kids. Um. I wouldn't have been as patient because I, I said, don't push the buttons. Don't push the button. They're pushing the buttons. Don't mess with the, the, the thing. They mess with the thing. It comes off. Water starts shooting everywhere. It's splashing. And he's like, all right, guys, time to go. One of them wouldn't get out. And he's like, get over. And he's laughing. He's like pulling away from him. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying he's, I'm not judging the guy. I'm not saying he's a bad father. I'm not saying he even handled it improperly. I know what, how what would have happened to me? <laughs> My dad taught at Lewis. He used to take me to Lewis basketball games to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there was a girl I went to grade school with who's I think her sister went there, and we saw each other at the game. And after the game, we were shooting baskets. Okay. And my dad said, come on, time to go. And I went, okay, dribbled the ball twice, shot the basket, left the court. When I say it's time to go, you drop the ball <laughs> and you go. All right. And I went, Ooh, for, okay. For so everyone if I would listening, away from Luke's like dad that, was absolutely terrifying. I had him for a couple classes, like a sub study. I can't remember what they're called. They're like a, like a two class thing. And I'm just trying to like, you tell the story about your dad, but I want to reinforce the fact that I didn't know him nearly as well as Luke did, obviously. And from the few times that I met this man, it's it's the old, he says jump, you say how high. It, he had that kind of air about him whenever he said anything. And that's how he carried himself there. Yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a softie. He was a very good he man. Never, he never exposed that side to he any of us. He was a very good man. He had a very dry sense of humor like me. And he called his wife, your the mom, the Barracuda to all of his um, <laughs> But he, very... He was a very caring, loving man, but there was very little gray area. Mm-hmm. It was, you be respectful. When I say something, you listen. Like if I had pulled away from my dad in that hot tub, oh, oh, oh it would have been, it would have been, you know, I would have known after that point that, you know. I think parents get tired over time. I mean, if he's got like two kids and I think it's almost like you got to pick your battles sometimes when, when, when my kids throw in a tantrum, it's like, is this the one where I want to be the dad that is going to put the fear of life in her? Or do I know she's going to calm down in like 30 seconds and this is going to be like just oh, a see, footnote in the day. There was no, there was no debate with my dad. Yeah. It was, I threw a tantrum. 
he made sure tantrums were not allowed. Okay? <laughs> tantrums are and forbidden. I think that's, and that's, I think, the different mentality of today with the parents and how they treat their kids. And a lot of times, you know, you, have to, you actually have to evaluate what the situation is, how, uh, how old the kid is. But I see kids that, you know, will throw a tantrum or act a certain way. And I'll look and I'll be like, the kid needs a beating. And the parent's like, Okay, let's reason and talk this out and why are, yeah. let me, let's get in touch with our emotions and here uh here's your purse, you I'm know. I'm a firm believer to find the fine line between it. You got to have a little bit of both. I mean, you me I'm I guess I'm more compassionate than a lot of people, but at the same time, you know, you I I have a voice that's very loud when it wants to be, which is awesome because it always gets her attention. Like that's when she knows it's serious time and I better shut yeah. it. So um so, yeah, going back to Adrian Peterson, what I think, uh, at least six games, if I'm the commissioner, but uh, I, he, you know, if this is one of those ongoing scenarios, he might need counseling, you know? And, well, and again, as, our, as commissioner, you also have the right to say, my business, fuck yourself. Adrian's a good player. Luke I want him to play. <laughs> you going to let the doggies out? Yeah. All right. I'm going to sing. Keep forgetting, not in love anymore. Keep forgetting, things will never be the same again. You know, it's important to note that I I am very adamant about he should not be, he should not be suspended until he's found guilty. Agreed. I think agreed. I don't like this indefinite thing while they're looking at it. For some reason, I'm just... He posted bail. He's not arrested right. right now. So, you know, let the facts come out. I was arrested for battery once. Had nothing to do with the fight. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And what if, uh, you know, I get held out of whatever. You know, I get punished for... No. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I didn't do anything. There are people that get wrongly accused. There are people that get wrongly arrested. Um uh, so I, the kid, you know, there may have been an exaggeration. Who knows? I, you know, I hope. I hope that it was a, you know, an exaggeration and it was justifiable. And they just say, okay. Yep. Except when he's playing the Bears. Bears. All right, man. I wanted to get something uh, that you had brought up, and I'd asked you about it last week, but we had all kinds of battery issues and SD card issues, which will hopefully no longer be an issue. Okay. Um, you got a note. And you said you would talk about it on the air. You would describe something on Facebook about somebody had written you a note. And, uh, yeah, your response. It had something to do with your theater. Oh. I want to know what this is about because it elicited so many responses. Well, I have no idea what this is about. Most of the responses. Most of the response. Okay. I just so, I do, tell me a story. I'll give you the okay. <laughs> I do plays. I do. I direct. I act. I do lights. Those are my three big things. Okay. Um, I was in a show after my divorce. I was kind of. I hadn't done theater for about ten years, and I went. I need something to do. I get back into some. You know, because I was just sitting around. Yeah. Got back in the theater. Um. Was part of a group called the Joliet Drama Guild. Okay. Which is at a park, which is run by the city. One of the employees had said to our little, we kind of had our own little circle of friends, said, 
the Joliet Drama Guild, which is it was seriously dysfunctional. Lots of drama, lots of problem causing. They had their own little like sandbox they wanted to play in. Okay. Okay, and didn't didn't work well with the community. <clears throat> Said, we want you guys to run for the board and see if we can fix the drama guild because they had a reputation of being, they didn't work well with others. They put on horrid shows, horrible shows. So they they said uh, if you guys run and you win, we we got an opportunity to clean turn it house around, a little to bit. turn it around, All get right. a better reputation, do better shows, et cetera, et cetera. Easy et cetera. enough. All right. Um, and they were assholes to the people in the park. The people in the park were sick of dealing with those individuals. They wanted us to do it so they could deal with us. Okay. We end up going on the board. Are systematically harassed for a year. And so at the end of the year, we all said, well, fuck this. Yeah. We're resigning. Let him kick the fucking drama guild out. Who cares? So in that process of us resigning, not running again, whatever, the park comes to us and says, look, we're looking to have an in-house group. You produce two of our shows, and we'll give you two time slots to do your own shows in. Free of charge? Free of charge. Nice. Okay. Free of rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we still yeah. got to pay for the rights and everything else. Absolutely. But, so we agree. So for three years, we have produced their summer musical, which is a shit fucking ton of work. Okay? Okay. And their Halloween show. Um, in turn, we do a, a fall show and a spring show. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, the Halloween show was written by a member of the group. Um, there's this married couple who are presently going through a divorce. Okay. She wrote the show. He had directed it for a couple of years. They're still amicable. They deal with each other. They were actually talking about the show again, but he what, he didn't want to direct it. He was kind of burned out. We were going to have another director. There's a board that runs the park. Okay. They got an anonymous letter saying there's a conflict of interest between these two. So they knew what the old scenario was, but weren't. Uh, aware that he wasn't even going to direct again. All right. Pause. Okay, yeah, I get those dogs. Keep forgetting, not in love anymore. Keep forgetting, things will never be the same again. Keep forgetting. Oh, sorry. Okay. My Michael McDonald is over. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is a whole bullshit letter how it's a problem and all this stuff. Well, there was no problem. But then we find out that the gentleman who is going through the divorce, his new girlfriend, what this one guy who's still with the Joliet Drama Guild, uh, had a crush on the girl. So we go, okay, it's him. Then, a few weeks ago, the the guy who runs the park got questioned by an older member of the Joliet Drama Guild who used to be on the board with us. Okay. And she's still fighting for the Joliet Drama Guild. And she says, well, they don't pay rent. And he says, I beg to differ. They pay their rent, but they do it by producing our shows. Absolutely. Okay. We trade. They do this for us. We give them this. So all of a sudden, this another anonymous letter comes into the board. Okay. Well, we don't think it's right that they... Anonymous. They, so yeah, anonymous. Anonymous. I yeah. love that. They don't pay rent, 
And it's not fair that other groups have not been given the opportunity to produce the shows for the park. Okay. So the word gets back to me because I'm like our liaison to the park. I'm pretty tight with the guys that work there. And I go, I'm so fucking... I go, that's obviously... Same dude? These Well, her and him. Okay. I don't think she would write the letter. I think that she would tell him and he would write the letter. Okay. She dictated... They oh now let me get they have asked us to design their lights and build their sets for their shows because they have no one that knows how to do it. All right. Okay. He's the only one that directs shows for him. And when I tell you that he is grossly underqualified, I can't say that strongly enough. He fucking sucks. His shows are fucking brutal. He doesn't know how to direct. So I was frustrated, and I vented it out on Facebook. I said, I will answer your question. Uh, you know, I said, another anonymous letter, very classy. I said, <laughs> yes, I will answer your I question. Said. Here is why you are not asked to produce shows for the park. Okay? You, you suck. I said, you, your shows suck. I said, you have one director who couldn't direct my ball sack, which got the most comments because people were asking, you know, how to direct the ball sack, yeah. and am I qualified to direct your you ball sack? You have to do blocking for your ball sack. It's um, actually a better, you know... Like, so they said, and I said, I said, this guy, and he's he's horrible, and he's a, he's a fucking whiny bitch. But <laughs> he... You know, I'm like, he can't direct. He's terrible. I've seen his shows. I've seen him directing. And you got to know your limitations. So I said, you got one guy who can't direct. You have no tech people. How are you going to produce a show with no tech people? Or less. He said to us, he goes, well, you guys took all the tech people. And we go, we didn't take the tech people. We are the tech people. Yeah. Sorry that, you know, we didn't, we didn't like cut someone out that wanted to leave. Oh, no, no, you got to stay and help them. So, and I said, and you have no credibility. So the board, they know it's you. They know it's you. So none of this anonymous nonsense is just... No, no, who else would complain? There's no one to complain. It's fucked up. So that was my that was my rant on. I was it was it was very funny just to see people talk about directing your nutsack. Though I mean that was. How is your nutsack feeling today? It's I said it's a very nice ball because uh, <laughs> Steve, the guy, one of the guys, there's, a, there's two guys directing our spring show, uh, and he said, you know, I feel, I feel happy that you, you're allowing us to direct. Uh, that I am qualified to direct your ball sack. And he's like talking about, you know, getting into character. And I said, remember, it's a nice ball sack, but it's still just a scrotum. So use certain simple directives like, you know, hang, sweat, itch, uh, <laughs> stick to Luke's leg. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was my, that was my. Uh, I was just curious. I, was, I saw that and I. I was like, this is very fun. I had no idea about the backstory of it. So Yeah. Um, you guys got another show going up, right? See? Nice segue. Yeah, we got... To, well, we have uh, coming up in a uh, couple weeks. Uh, opens September 26th, which is my birthday. All right. It's called The 39 Steps. You turn 82 that day, right? Yes. All right. Um, 39 Steps. The 39 Steps. It is a. It is actually an old play. Extremely funny extremely challenging for actors. Um, it was made into an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Oh, really? Um, we have a director named uh, Monisa Victrum, 
who is from Lewis University who wants to have a career in directing. Cool. Um, we like to get outside people involved, which is part of the JDG's biggest problem is they don't want anybody from the outside. They got their own little circle. Of course. But we want to have as many, you know, we want to, we, we, we're open to people working with us. Um, they don't have to pay dues. We just want to put on good shows. Gotcha. Um, so she's directing this. Um, uh, I am personally in a play in Morris. Uh, we just started rehearsal. It's called God's Favorite. It's a Neil Simon play. It's very funny. When's that one open? That is in November. Okay. It's based on the story of Job from the Bible, which I know you read the Bible a lot. What's the Bible? Um, small book and then in the spring because it's the 50th anniversary of its Broadway debut we're doing Neil Simon's The Odd Couple ah nice are Um, you in that too I haven't had auditions yet I want to audition I'd like to be in it Uh, I've worked there it's being co-directed by uh, Steve Shanks and Jeff Matson, who I've worked very closely with on stage yep Uh, enjoy both their company I think they'll do outstanding as directors Um, and these are all people all these people have probably been involved in Jolie Drama Guild in one aspect or another and have chosen to kind of step away because of how dysfunctional it is. Wow. Well, well first, let's just make sure we get the plug right. September 26, 39 Steps. The 39 Steps and opens it? Uh, Bicentennial Park. In Joliet, Illinois. Yes. Uh, you can look on our uh, Facebook page, uh, Latitude 41. And we'll put it on the or you can look on, page, too. Or you so. can look online at lat41.org uh, at our website. There'll be more information, and if you want to audition, uh, we are open to anyone auditioning. We cast the best people for the parts. We don't cast our friends. Um, <laughs> Luke I is a good director, but he will ask to see your ball sack before. Yeah. Well, I, last play I directed, my wife auditioned, and I did not cast her. <laughs> I was that a fun ride home. She, you know, she so was, do you want to get pizza? She was Fuck a little, you. she was a little bit butthurt <laughs> about it, but. Um, I mean, she knows she's not. She's not an actor. She knows. What, what do you um, want she, on your pizza? Fuck she you. will have. She will have the right part for her where she can get involved. I mean, she's been in some shows, um, but there was just too many good people that auditioned. She's gonna I, crush I, you with her legs, man. I'm sorry. Um, but she no. I, there will be a point. I direct a show and I'll have a nice part part for her. But it just wasn't that. I'll be in a show again when I'm not busy. So that's never probably going to go lean toward never. I, I have other topics. We're already at the hour. We didn't want to uh, miss a Jonah story of the week again, but considering we will most likely have Jonah guest host the next episode along with you, that's going to be a story in itself. So I don't think we need to say anything about him except for I'm Jonah. Dumb Jonah. Jonah. See where we're at. Oh, yeah. We're at 108. We're good. We're good to go, man. Um, Anything else for our uh, lovely fans? Uh, no, uh, listen to, uh, our, uh, sister podcast. Yeah. Sister uh, Cut, brothers from another mother's, uh, uh, um, that just happened. Yeah. It's um, also on Facebook. You know, they, they're very supportive of us. We want to be supportive of them. Absolutely. Man. Um, and their gay topics that they talk about Taylor Swift and, uh, <laughs> shit like that. Adam and Rodney are now going to like start a pod war no matter what. Like this is bullshit. Those guys fuck. Nah, no, they give them a listen. Uh, nice guys. And, uh, Hey, thanks for listening. Everybody. 20 episodes ago. I didn't know what a podcast was. And now we're 21 deep. You gotta love that. We're old enough to drink. Good times. Uh, for Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease. Everybody. Bye.